Welcome to the LBCF podcast. Our vision is to learn to live and love like Jesus, where we live, work, and play. To find out more about our community, you can visit us at lbcf.org. We hope you are encouraged and challenged by this teaching from our community. Thank you, Barb. Good morning, LBCF family. Like Jason said, I wish that we could be in person to get to death. Oh my goodness, my words are already tripping up. Together today. Um, but maybe I'll get to see you this afternoon when you drive by for our prayer and communion. Um, like Barb said, I'm Sam Smith, and I have the privilege of being the operations manager here at LBCF. Um, I'm also blessed to be the wife of Rob Smith, one of our amazing worship leaders. I'm sure you've heard him sing from time to time. And I get to talk about spiritual formation, which is one of my passions. On the heels of Vision Sunday uh, last week and after a year of being stripped of so many things that made up church as we know it, I think it's important that we remember who we are and what we are about. So today we're going to look at one of our LBCF identifiers, contemplative charismatic, which if you've been around for a bit, you may have heard us reference this before. But what do we mean? By contemplative charismatic. I'm going to read a little bit about that from our website. It means that we value both openness to the leading of God's spirit and a thoughtful studied approach to scripture and spirituality. We embrace a spirit-empowered discipleship, which also embraces mystery and tension. In other words, we believe our spiritual life involves our head, our heart, and our hands with the end goal of living and loving like Jesus for the sake of God and for the sake of others. We need all three to experience the fullness of God. We need our intellect. We need our feelings and experiences, and we need our relationships with others. You know, I've been thinking about this past year, um, and often when we're faced with challenges, divisions, brokenness, like we experienced this past year, um, like Jason was talking about, the contemplative life, this posture may seem counterintuitive to action, to change. But to, what I want to talk about today is that the contemplative posture actually compels us to action. Barbara Holmes wrote an article recently titled The Beloved Community. In it, she said, activism and contemplation are not functional opposites. Rather, contemplation is at its heart a reflective activity that is always seeking spiritual balance between individual piety and a communal justice seeking. So then it is this contemplative practice that invites us to see the truth of who we really are, the truth that God's love is bigger and wider than we can fully grasp, and the truth that all are invited to the table. So what does this contemplative posture look like? I wanna read you some more language from our LBCF website because I just think it frames it really well. Life following Jesus means being continually renewed in our minds. We believe a curiosity of mind is vital for discipleship in Jesus, as we are called to be a people of awe 
and wonder, holding mystery and embracing tension. Yet renewal in our minds is hard work. It requires us to submit our conscious and unconscious beliefs to the continual examination before God. Renewing of the mind is often destabilizing as we learn new things which crowd out old ways of thinking. As a community, we seek to thoughtfully engage scripture and embrace all disciplines that shape our brains towards thoughtfulness and openness before God. So I would go even a little further and say that the contemplative posture trains us how to be more human as we commune with and imitate the ultimate human, Jesus Christ. So if the end goal is looking and acting like Jesus and the posture is contemplative action, then the method is spiritual disciplines, the constant submitting of ourselves before God, awakening to his presence, listening to what the spirit is speaking. Spiritual disciplines may sound to a lot of you like just another checkbox on the impossible list of how to be a good Christian. But in reality, disciplines are just natural rhythms that cause us to pause and be still, to pay attention and to listen. I was thinking about it this morning. Uh, I don't know how many of you out there are Star Wars fans, but my husband and I um, have watched all the movies and say what you will about the last trilogy, but there there were some good parts in there. Um, I What kept coming up for me was this scene in the last um, Star Wars film with Rey, when she's trying to be present with all of the Jedi of the past. And she's sitting there and she's saying, re repeating over and over again, be with me, be with me, be with me. And just recalling all of the, the power and the force of, of the Jedi from before her. And that's there's really no difference between that and how we how we sit in the presence of God, how we invite him in. It can be as simple as just repeating that, be with me, Jesus, be with me. In his book, Disciplines of the Spirit, Howard Thurman wrote, the true purpose of all spiritual disciplines is to clear away whatever may block our awareness of that which is God in us. The aim is to get rid of whatever may so distract the mind and encumber the life that we function without this awareness or if it were not possible. When we are in constant communion with Jesus, he becomes our guiding sun and moon, not our own understanding and power. And like Henry, Henry Nouwen says, God's love blows wherever it pleases. When we abide in that love, then we don't feel the need to control it. We become free to be the church, the diverse body of Christ where everyone has a seat at the table. LBCF, when we regularly abide in Jesus, the vine and the light, we become grounded in truth. We become open to mystery and wonder. We become available to others and we become God's light in a dark world. So this morning, I wanna offer an opportunity to abide, to clear away what may be blocking our awareness of God, to attune to his renewing presence, 
So if you take a moment, I invite you to get into a physical posture of openness wherever you are. I know the day fiestas are driving. Maybe it's just as simple as taking a deep breath to release the tension or putting your feet on the ground, opening your palms, whatever you need to feel open. Let's begin with a prayer of intention. Lord, I am here. I am listening. And may your will be done. Now bring to mind anything that feels like a distraction, anything that is trying to pull you away from the moment and lay it at his feet. Jesus, I give this to you, knowing that you are sovereign and that you are big enough to hold it. Lord, take these anxieties and these burdens from my shoulders. In this posture of contemplation, I want to play this video of Isaiah 60 by the work of the people and let this prayer just wash over you like a cleansing rain. Pay attention to what sticks out to you, what challenges you, what feels like a breath of fresh air. So Matt, let's play the video. Look up, love. Take your eyes off the ground. Show your face. A new day is here. The light is rising over you, shining brightly, moving shadows, touching your face. You are brilliant with it. Darkness may come and go, but the glory of our Creator is a constant companion, a steady light. Many will see you struggle to live, your choice to stand up and walk in the light and be changed. Have the courage to truly see not only the problems, but the one who remains with you holding the light. We are all coming together family, neighbor, and exiles, taking our seats at the table. We are learning. We are healing. So, take the gift of this day you are given. Let the light enlighten you, emanate from within you, become you, be you. Power is shifting, and it won't look like what we think when love reigns. Cities riddled with the wreckage of war and marked by the scars of empire will exchange the sounds of violence and ruin for the clamor of co-creation and communion. Through the power of God, the oppressed and those stripped of their land are allowed to share in power. We all will weigh in. 
Life will grow from the most unexpected places. The smallest and least will be welcomed into the center, and their perspective will matter. Not only will violence cease, we won't want to hurt one another, but cooperate for the goodness of all. The whole nature of creation will change. The sun and moon will not be the light we revolve around. We will turn and grow by the light of God that shows us the illumined way to go. We will be ruled by the power of love. We will be remade and refastened to God and one another. We will learn what harmony means. Look up, love. Take your eyes off the ground. Show your face. A new day is here. The light is rising over you, shining brightly, moving shadows, touching your face. You are brilliant with it. Everything wrong side up is being upended. The table is extending, rounding. You have a place that is only yours. And everyone, everyone, everyone at this table will have more than enough. So, stand up. Open up. Take it all in. And shine. So what is the spirit speaking to you and how will you respond? Let us pray. Elohim, our light and breath, you made everything and everyone. You gave birth to beauty. You are healer, you are redeemer, the great I am who is making all things new. You hold all things together and you know what you are about. Help us to be aware of you in all things, in ourselves and in each other. May we have the strength and courage to submit ourselves daily to you and lay down our certainties for the sake of one another. Amen and amen.